the Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. I got to correct something because I said that the Seahawks play. I, I'm mistaken. Tonight, it's Jaguars and Jets. I don't know why I was thinking the Seahawks were playing tonight. The Seahawks are going to be playing uh, on uh, in Kansas City on Saturday. That's a noon kickoff on Fox. But tonight, it is the Jaguars and the Jets. So I want to make sure I get that uh, get that correct. So I apologize. I don't know why. I don't know what. Uh, maybe it's just the weather's throwing me off. Who knows? Uh, joining us now on the hotline, though, uh, if you want to get your fantasy football questions in, our buddy Paul Charchian is here. Charge, how you been, pal? No! No! Maybe he was so mad. He was so mad that I uh, gave out the false information regarding tonight's contest. Maybe he just said, you know what? The hell with it. I'm out of here. Could be. You never know. We'll get Charge back on the line. But uh, good stuff. 877-867-1670. If you've got a question for Paul Charging, hit us up. 877-867-1670. you got a bunch of cold weather games coming this weekend. Uh, as far as uh, scoring, how much does that affect scoring? And uh, how much does that affect the passing game as well? Some of these teams you have to look at. Uh, and then obviously you've got a bunch of uh, healthy quarterbacks that are all back. So what's going to happen there? So got a lot of good stuff. And we now bring in uh, Paul Charchian, who hung up on me after I screwed up the uh, to, you know the game tonight, the matchup tonight. Said to hell with it. I don't want to be on the show. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Charge, how you been, buddy? Uh, I'm, I've been great. Thank you. You know what? I, you would not have guessed at this time last week that the Vikings would uh, have another in a series of unbelievable finishes. And it's been such a crazy roller coaster season around here. Give, so okay, nothing, let me let me let's, like let's go back seen. to that. Let's go back to that real quick because I, you know, everybody thought, and I even said, you know, hey, I'm not putting it past the Vikings to lose this game, is with even down 33 because we we've seen them and we know the Colts are not a good team. But give because you you're you're up there. Give me what the reaction was like because I they get booed off the field at halftime and they're yeah. getting drilled. And what was it like? And what is that city like after watching that? The largest comeback in NFL history. It was, uh, it's, it's still buzzing a little bit. City is still buzzing, whatever, five days later. Now this is a, it's, it just, it's got, there's something, there's something that's very hard to quantify about this team that makes it special because they're all just crazy close games, weird things happening. But sooner or later when it happens like eight times, you know, at that point you just go, okay, you know, I'm just going to go for the ride, right? I, you know, I think we stopped mm-hmm. as a fan base, stop worrying about the fact that we're not beating teams by 28 points, that, you know, and we're just accepting the fact that this team just somehow, some way finds ways to win in miraculous, historic fashion. We're only five games removed from, from the epic game in Buffalo where the Vikings became the first team in the, the history of the Buffalo franchise to come back from 20. It was, it, it's just, I don't know what to tell you, Bill. It's just you can't, you know, I've got a defibrillator next to my sofa just to restart my heart every Sunday because <laughs> it's always something crazy. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's uh, it, it was bananas to watch. And I said at the time that if the if the Colts lost they, that game, there's no way Jeff Saturday should ever be roaming the sidelines as a head coach again. And I still feel that way uh, today yeah, without a it's, doubt. It's over. Yeah, it's it's yeah. totally over for Jeff Saturday at this point. I mean, they the two last two games they had a, they gave up thirty three points in a quarter to Dallas two weeks ago, and then this happens. That's mm-hmm. you know that's it. And now the desperation moved to Nick Foles, right? I you know, and here's another thing: this loss wasn't on Matt Ryan at all. 
Matt Ryan didn't throw the game to the Vikings, and mm-hmm. not not even a little. So I, I got I didn't. I did not like that move, and I feel bad for Matt Ryan because this loss is not on Matt Ryan. Um, I wanted to ask you, speaking of uh, all the weather and everything that's going on, how much does this affect fantasy? Because whether it's quarterbacks in wind and snow and cold and such, being able to throw the football or the run games becoming more prevalent, how much does this change the fantasy outlook with the, with the weather the way it's going to be this weekend in so many different cities? Yeah, and you know, thank God your game is in Miami, right? I right. assume you guys are getting what I'm getting. It's negative six here in Minneapolis. What you? you it's not. We're, we're going to get it. It's not here yet. It's uh, right now. I'm okay. looking at 23 degrees outside my house and a little bit of a snow globe, but the wind is starting to kick up. Okay, all right. So it's heading your way. Uh, so be glad you're going to miss that. But they're going to be, they're going to be six games coming up this weekend where the temperature is going to be 17 degrees or less. Bill, now. The presumption, everybody's mind is these cold weather games that all the scoring gets diminished and everybody's got to panic about their fantasy players and they got to get those guys off of the field. So I decided to actually look it up. Like, all right, so I went in. And the first thing I did is I looked to see across the last three years what is the average NFL score, and it is 45 points. Any game, the last three years, 45 points. Then, Bill, I said, since our, our games are cold weather games, we have six games at 17 degrees or less. How about under 17 degrees? Over the last decade, there have been 27 games played at 17 degrees or less. And that 45-point average drops all the way down to 43 points. <laughs> so That's not it. Yeah. It's not even a field goal difference right. in these cold weather games. And so, for the most part, I'm saying don't panic. Now there's some of these games. Now we could have wind in some of these games, and that could really that could change a lot. If if we get 20 mile an hour winds on top of 10 degrees, as you and your listeners know, you know now we're talking about like a negative 15, negative 20 wind chill. Yeah, yeah, you know at that point I think I'd start to hesitate, but I'm not I'm not panicking yet, and we don't know that that's going to be the case anywhere quite yet. Uh, I've got one here for you. It says who to start, AJ Dillon or uh, Zonovan uh, Knight tonight? Yeah, so what's Dylan's health status? Let me ask you that. I'm here on top of this. He, he's back. He's good to go. Okay, all right, good to go. All right, so that's good news. So we're happy. We'll be, we'll be glad that he's able to go in this one. I thought, and I think we may have talked about this last week, I thought we'd see a little more Aaron Jones and that, you know, now healthy coming out of the bye last week would be an Aaron Jones game. And, any you know, he was clearly a factor, but Dylan got a ton of work last week too. So I don't know that that's, necessarily going to be a safe assumption going forward and I, I like A.J. Dillon as well here and you know Dillon's going to get the majority of carries near the stripe which is always has been the case all year long all that said Donovan Knight doesn't really share with anybody because turns out that guy's really good Donovan mm-hmm. Knight's a player you know they unearthed a real gem which you can never when do we ever say that about the Jets unearthing it right yeah like you know never happens um, let me tell you a little bit about this kid. He started four games so far. He's been over 100 yards in half of those games, and he gets the Jaguars tonight. Back-to-back opponents have run for over 120 yards against the Jaguars, and on the season, running backs averaging a whopping 138 total yards against the Jags. I, you know, if Donovan Knight's going to get most of 138 total yards, I'm in, baby. They've also allowed rushing touchdowns in four straight games. So Donovan Knight, I think, is, a, is absolutely startable. A guy that we barely even knew who he was a month ago. He's my number fourteen ranked running back this week. 
I got one. Uh, would you start A.J. Brown? They have C.D. Lamb and Amra St. Brown. Would you put A.J. Brown in the flex? I'm not worried so much about Gardner Minshew. And I'll tell you why. Uh, one, we got to look at him in this offense last year. He played two games. One was a week 18 that didn't really matter as much. And then we've got another game that he played that was middle of the season. Uh, and he looked good. And the Dallas, you know, Dallas is going to bring a ton of pressure. Cause that's what they do, Bill. You know that they're, you know, they're all about disrupting quarterback play, but their secondary is, is objectively awful. They got Trayvon Diggs. Who's good. That's it. Everybody else, their safeties or their cornerbacks are awful. They're going to start at cornerback for the first time ever. Something called nation, right? He has never started a game. He's played 77 covered snaps in his entire NFL career. And that guy is going to be out there trying to stop AJ Brown. I'm no chance. I'm getting eight. I'm keeping AJ Brown in my lineup. Uh, I've got another one here for you. Let me grab it real quick. Cause it was a, it was an email. I have to switch screens, but uh, this one is uh, Etten or Latavius Murray. Ah, Travis Etienne is tonight. And I don't love this matchup. He's uh, it's, it's this Jets defense is uh, very good. Um, and they're going to get their defensive lineman Quinn and Williams back tonight. So that's very helpful. Uh, Jets allow the fifth fewest yards four per carry uh, and the fifth fewest touchdowns to opposing running backs in the last seven games against the Jets. Only Minnesota's runners have scored. Um, so this is a tough matchup for Travis Etienne. We'll, we'll find somebody else to help us out if we can. Uh, the next one I have uh, sitting here. It Come on, come up. There we go. Uh, Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow this weekend. And that's from Jacob. That is a good question because Joe Burrow is red hot right now, but Patrick Mahomes has got a fantastic matchup. Seattle's allowed multiple touchdown passes for the past six games. Two, the only two quarterbacks that didn't get multiple touchdowns were Sam Darnold and Bryce Perkins. So I, Patrick Mahomes is going to be fine here. And you know, as good as Joe Burrow and as hot as he is right now, we're still going to stick with uh, Patrick Mahomes, who is my top-ranked quarterback of the week. It uh, goes back to an A.J. Dillon question, but uh, Montgomery for the Bears or Dillon for the Packers, the Bears have a tough matchup at home, but they're going to be running the ball in cold weather against the tough Bills defense. Yes, and let's, so let's talk about the. Here's the problem for David Montgomery, and he's, he's powered people into the playoffs, um, and it's probably over because Khalil Herbert is coming back. And Herbert, you'll remember, that was an even 50-50 timeshare before Herbert got hurt. And here's the thing, objectively – Khalil Herbert's the better back. He averaged six yards per carry. He ranks number one in the league in rushing efficiency by next-gen stats. He's chipping in almost 80 yards per game. They're all, all better stats than Montgomery had when it was a shared backfield. So here comes Khalil Herbert starting this weekend, fresh legs, and we know that for David Montgomery, because we've seen the history, his yardage touchdowns and fantasy points all drop in half when Herbert's back. So – Monty is out. There you go. Monty is out. One more real quick question uh, regarding Montgomery, uh, because uh, there's a question over here. Would you put Jamal Williams or Montgomery? Jamal Williams has been nothing but a scoring machine for Detroit. Yeah, he has. And I, uh, you know, if it comes down to Montgomery or Jamal Williams, I'm going to, I'm going to roll the dice on Williams. Now he doesn't give you much else. And if he doesn't score, you know, enjoy your 45 yards. Cause that's all you're going to get. Right. But hopefully it'll end up happening here. Uh, of the 11 rushing scores Carolina is allowed to running back, 10 of the 11 have been within seven yards, and that's the striking range for Jamal Williams. So we'll, hopefully that will be the case here. 
A couple of pieces of notes uh, that I wanted to get to. When you talk about some of the quarterbacks coming back and being healthy, Lamar Jackson coming back, some of these other guys coming back, I wanted to get into that because how quick are you then to turn it around and go, okay, this guy's probably got fresh legs. He's probably got, uh, you know, obviously a, 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 a want. Uh, with Lamar Jackson being uh, injured, you got Jay- Jalen Hurts not playing. We talked about Kyler Murray a little bit. Give your thoughts on the uh, the wire sleepers maybe this week and some of these quarterbacks that are not healthy. Yeah, so you know we're not going to have you know Jackson, Hurts, Murray, Tannehill, others. You know it's it's not great for quarterbacks. A lot of people are trying to find help. I mentioned Gardner Minshew earlier. I like him, and I think Gardner Minshew's got a is a nice guy you could pivot to in a game in which uh, the Cowboys have not been great against the pass. Daniel Jones is the other guy against my Vikings. You know, and Jones's receivers are awful, uh, but the Vikings secondary is too. They were they're allowing the most passing yards by a mile, and they've been even worse lately. Get this, over the last five weeks, Vikings allowing 343 passing yards per game. And Daniel Jones, you know, he, he won't get to 343. But if his, you know, that, but could he get to 250? Sure. And then he could chip in another 50 on the ground because the Vikings have struggled against rushing quarterbacks. And Daniel Jones has got, he's got some wheels. So, yeah, Daniel Jones will be the other guy that I like. Uh, I got one more real quick. I know you got to run, but uh, there's some talk about uh, tonight's contest, obviously with Trevor Lawrence as well, and uh, taking yeah. on that Jets pass, uh, pass rush and pass game. Uh, it's this is a tricky matchup, and I, I Trevor Lawrence comes in red hot. He's thrown for over 300 yards and at least three touchdowns in three of the last four games. He's playing great, but much tougher matchup than he's had over this last month with New York, the league's best pass defense. They have surrendered zero or one passing touchdown in every game since week four, and they've got the defensive rookie of the year, Sauce Gardner, who is Pro Football Focus's top-ranked coverage corner. Not among rookies. He's the NFL's top-ranked coverage corner. That's how good Sauce Gardner is. And the other cornerbacks, D.J. Reed, Michael Carter, are all really good, too. So there's just there's no matchup that I like for Trevor Lawrence here, and I wouldn't start him tonight if you can find other good options. Charge, you and Roxy, the family, have a great holiday, great Christmas, and we'll talk again next week, okay? Merry Christmas, Bill. Thanks for uh, thanks for the chat, and we'll talk one more time. Next week is uh, our, you know, our, our New Year's week will be championship week. Fantasy football. We'll do it one more time for all the money. Looking forward to it. Talk to you then, bud. Have a good one. Bye-bye. See ya. There you go. Our buddy Paul Charging joining us for a couple of minutes on the Highline Charges. Great. Charges. Great. I saw his, uh, as a matter of fact, I saw his wife, Roxy, over on Facebook. They were they were doing some good dinner stuff. And uh, I, I saw that she was doing some uh, Christmas cooking as well. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. And hopefully we got all your questions answered. Um this came from Mike uh, late, he said, by the way, and he asked the same question about uh, Joe Burrow or uh, or Patrick Mahomes. Hopefully you got your answer before you sent your question in. So Charge answered that. Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. I did it last night. I stopped in, and uh, I, I, I've been you know buying the specials. And uh, then it asked me. I typed in my number when I went to get gas last night because I wanted to fill up before today. And I filled up, and I typed my uh, my my number in, my quick rewards number, and sure enough, it says, "Would you like an additional ten cents off a gallon?" Yes, that's a score right there. Feeling pretty good about it. Quick Trip, they always have some kind of offer. They have different things that uh, they are, uh, you know, two for uh, two for. I think it was five thirty-seven on the the Red Bulls. They had some uh, breakfast sandwiches that were on sale. They've got the twenty-five days of Quickmas, which continue on all the way through Christmas. I almost said Quickmas, but that being said. 
They do a great job. And all you got to do is get your quick rewards card, get your number, type it in. Every time you go in there, you're going to see all the rewards begin to stack up. It's fantastic. Check out our friends over there at Quick Trip. And again, they want to wish you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and all that kind of good stuff from our friends at Quick Trip. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, Welcome back. Hey, our friends over at the Water Doctors want to wish you and all your family, their customers, even if you're not a customer, they said, wish everybody a very happy holiday season. Very Merry Christmas from John Atley and the gang over there at the Water Doctors. Go to h2theletterodoctors.com, h2odoctors.com for the best water softening system out there. That's the Connecticut Water Softening System. And uh, you can just, if you're looking for one, to rent one, buy one, building a new house, you want to upgrade, whatever it happens to be for the best water, the softest water, the water that's going to make your clothes cleaner, your shower heads aren't going to calcify, the taste of the water, the drinking water out of the reverse osmosis is going to be fantastic. All of that, 262-549-7733. Doesn't matter where you're in the state because he can help you out. He can help you out. 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733. And if he doesn't have that area, he will get you in touch with the right people. 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733. Or go to H2, the letter O, doctors.com. Uh, I do want to ask, uh, and I'm going to bring you in here for a second, Ben. Um, we're going to hear from Matt LaFleur coming up here in, in, in a minute. But I want to ask, uh, after the bottom of the hour, uh, the the overall result in your opinion, of the uh, the signing day. And we were talking about this a little bit yesterday because uh, I'm, I, I get text messages. I'm getting them from Cincinnati, from people that, you know, Cincinnati obviously lost a few of their recruits to Luke Fickle. Some friends that uh, are saying, hey, how was the recruit class for Luke Fickle? So kind of put that in the back of your mind because I, I want to I kind of talk a little bit about that after the bottom of the hour. Uh, Matt LaFleur just met with the media not that long ago, just a short time ago. Let's take a listen to what he has to say on this Thursday, getting ready for Miami. There you have it. That is uh, Matt LaFleur talking to the media, and uh, they're preparing. That's very generic. Uh, they're getting ready, and if they need snowmobiles to get out, then maybe they'll they'll do that. We'll wait and see. But uh, Matt LaFleur at the podium just a, a short period of time ago. Uh, we know it's a holiday season. You know what that means. A few beverages here and there, and that is going to be maybe, just maybe, the Forgotten Fire wine people. Our friends at Forgotten Fire, they want to remind you it's the holiday season, and nothing says, uh, we, well, you know what? All you got to do is if you're going to mom's house, grandma's house, over the river, through the woods, all that kind of good stuff, just show up with a bottle of wine. It fits everybody. It suits everybody. And they remind you you can get it at your local grocery stores, liquor stores, wine stores. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. ForgottenFireWinery.com. In Pestigo, and many of you have taken my advice, and I love it when I get the emails that say, I didn't know. Didn't know it was this good. And it is. And uh, they have some ciders, hard ciders, too as well, but uh, go to ForgottenFireWinery.com. That's ForgottenFireWinery.com and see for yourself uh, what I've been talking about because there's just good people, great place, Pashtigo, Wisconsin. Stop in and tell them we said hi. More of the Bill Michael Show. I want to talk a little Badger football next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Welcome back to the program. Good to have you on board today, and uh, glad you're with us. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there, JNL Tire Service. Lyle and the staff, they want to say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, remind you to give this time of year. And uh, they're big into philanthropy. They do a lot for the community. They try to do a lot for people that are in need. And they say, you know, just pick one person, one one task, do that, and uh, you'll feel great. And you're helping somebody out that uh, probably is less fortunate. So uh, a little reminder, our friends at J&L Tire right there in Johnson Creek, uh, just north of 94 at the exit there. And you can see the Goodyear sign from the road, from the highway. So stop in, whether you're an over-the-road truck driver or you're just needing uh, the oil changed on the soccer van. Whatever it happens to be, stop in, and they do some great work out there. Good people. That's our friends at J&L Tire Service. So I wanted to get into this uh, because yesterday, big day. A lot of people, you know, kind of getting a hold of me because uh, I've got friends that live still in the Queen City of Cincinnati. And they they like Luke Fickle. They wish him nothing but the best. And they wanted to know how his uh, class was yesterday. So, Ben... I'm going to bring you in because we all know that, uh, you know, quarterback, uh, you know, uh, Graham Mertz, he's transferred out. He's off to Florida now, and he's going to go there. He's committed. So give me your thoughts on what they did. Uh, and now the the rankings, they're not high when it comes to, um, you know, the, uh, the recruits that are coming in. I think they were 12th in the Big Ten, if I'm not mistaken, the overall ranks. But give me your thoughts on what they did and what they've done so far between not only uh, the the you know recruiting class, but then the transfer portal alongside. So all the thoughts are positive ones, and many of them were created the weeks before because we were getting these new the news of commitments as Fickle came to Wisconsin. Yesterday there was very good news. They got Amari Snowden, who's a cornerback, was committed to Cincinnati, decommitted mm-hmm. after Fickle left. He's thick. He's six three and a four star, and he could right. be a, a real player in a couple years. And they also somebody already compared him to Sauce Gardner. By the way, they I, say he's bigger than Sauce with the same speed. I would draw that comparison with the yeah. asterisks that so much can happen between now and then. But he mm-hmm. looks like he'll be a real, real player. And then uh, Tretch Kikayuna was a wide receiver that was committed to Wisconsin. They flipped him last minute from Arizona to bring him back. So yesterday was a positive day. Overall, I would call it positive. Nothing earth shattering where when coaches get new jobs, you see it this year with Fickle, you saw it with Brian Kelly, with Lincoln Riley, you really judge them on the next class they bring in because he only had like three weeks to put together whatever class he possibly could and Mm -hmm. try to piece together what already was a struggling recruiting department uh, that he took over. So they they still have a couple four-stars in the class. They flip three commits that he had at Cincinnati, uh, all of them secondary players. That's the big position group I think will benefit from this group. Not a lot of beef along the lines, which is the one concern, and not much portal movement yet. Now, this is all still ongoing. It's not as if yesterday it all stop, stops. But Nick Evers, the quarterback they bring in from Oklahoma, it, promising, hasn't played yet. We'll see. I would like to see them bring in some some solidification along the lines, maybe a tight end. But I think it's overall a positive start. It's really just like what positive momentum can you create during your first signing day after two weeks on the job? And I think Fickle's done that. Like There's real energy and real juice around what he can be and what the program can be under him. 
The uh, the signing day, I mean, Oregon, we had talked about it a little bit yesterday. Oregon seemed like they really scored. Oh, they went crazy. Uh, they, yeah, they got the five-star quarterback, Dante Moore, who flipped uh, you know, to, to UCLA. They were on the wrong side of that. But the staff quickly flipped uh, Austin, uh, what is it, Novosad uh, from Baylor. And uh, it wasn't the only big commitment that they had as uh, Dan Lanning and his staff also flipped the five-star safety Peyton Bowen from Notre Dame. They got a couple of guys. They got a guy from Ohio State uh, as well. Uh, speaking of Ohio State, they found themselves, uh, I think it was ranked ten, ninth or 10th, kind of on the outside looking in when it came to the top 10. Michigan did extremely well coming out of the Big Ten. But Ohio State, Iowa, Notre Dame, they rank it. Cincinnati still had a pretty good uh, class uh, losing Luke Fickle proved to be somewhat of a loss for the Bearcats on the recruiting trail. The program they lost twelve commits since November, some of which are going up now. They you know they still did get some commits that were supposed to go to Louisville. They're coming to Cincinnati instead, but nevertheless, Cincinnati did okay. But uh, when Luke Fickle walked out the door, they lost a lot. A lot of people wanted to play for Luke Fickle. So interesting day yesterday uh, when you talk about coaches changing and who uh, ended up with some of the flips yesterday. Uh, like I said, Oregon wanted their quarterback. Dante Moore didn't get him, but everything else seemed to fall in their lap. So big day for Oregon yesterday. Oregon, you know, and obviously Alabama, you know, they always do well. You know, Nick Saban's always going to do extremely well. But overall in the Big Ten, uh, there were some schools that uh, didn't do as well. And Wisconsin, although they rank it at number 12, it's like you said, a lot of people really positive about where the Badgers ended up by the end of the day. So interesting stuff. And I, I know that in the next couple of weeks, they will get more guys where not everybody is signed right. to schools yet. That was just early signing day. And there will be a lot of portal activity. Uh, well, that's just it, too. And I, I know that, uh, you know, Luke Fickle has stated he doesn't want to build his team through the portal. But right now for sustainability and just to get the wins and kind of get things up and running, you pretty much have to, you know. And you have to upgrade anyway because the, the team just didn't get the job done this past year. There's the big positive that are needed. The, the big positive is that they haven't lost many players. Graham Mertz right. is the only impact starter they've lost to the portal. So when Lincoln Riley took over USC and Brian Kelly at LSU, he had a lot more positions to replace where those rosters were a lot more shallow than this Wisconsin roster is. And this Wisconsin roster does have a lot of young talent. It just this past year, it didn't all work for whatever reason. So he has a lot to work with there. I think if he could figure out the line and he's also still constructing his coaching staff, which mm-hmm. makes it all harder. But if he can construct the line I th- and the quarterback position works out, the team could be solid next year. Uh, I was excited. I know that uh, there was more than a few people because I, I just watch Twitter. I, I don't follow the recruiting trail when it comes to uh, the uh, college football the way you do. And I was watching a lot of people that do, and they were uh, optimistic and, and relatively impressed with what Luke Fickle has done, has said here in the state of Wisconsin, uh, not only for the people that are here in our own backyard, but uh, for the people that are coming in. So he had a lot of good things, a lot of good things to say. They picked up the running back out of Rufus King uh, yesterday. They were excited about that. He's not your prototypical you know, uh, running back as they're kind of accustomed to in Wisconsin. But uh, he talked about how, you know, hey, he puts the weight on and, and hits the the room the way they want him to. Then in a year or two, he's could be the real deal. And he actually had a successful season coming out of Rufus King. So uh, kept some of the guys home and uh, looked like a decent recruiting class coming out of Wisconsin. But, uh, but a lot of excitement for what Luke Fickle's doing. Anything else? Did you see his back and forth with P.J. Fleck? 
yesterday? Uh, no, I did not. So this is what I, I, did, I didn't for. see that. I got home from the huddle last night and kind of crashed down. It it happened, I think, when we were on air, or I flex said it first. So they got a this defensive lineman went to Minnesota. The Badgers had offered him and tried to flip him. And Flex said that Fickle and company were trying to negatively recruit against Minnesota, talk crap and and throw whatever bad things out there they could. And right. Fickle had to address it. But it started this little tit for tat. Uh, hopefully something that ends in a no holds barred match somewhere out on a field between the two, which is good as I, I want awesome. all the rivalries to be very yep. heated and mean that. Absolutely. I, I love it. I, you know what? If you're going to come in and you're, you're going to try to be the biggest, baddest on a block, flex your muscles. I, I'm, I'm good with that. You know, now obviously you want to back it up, but I'm good with that. I love it. I think it's awesome. And I, you know, knowing the way you feel about <laughs> Minnesota, uh, I love it anyway, but but yeah, no, I agree. Oh. I I'm love it. Yeah, imagine Absolutely trying to find something negative to say about PJ Fleck. It's it, it's so challenging. <laughs> Not much there. Yeah, gotcha. Also, no, Juwan know. Howard was uh, yelling at his team on the sideline and losing his composure last night. So really, again? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, and they're losing, which is hilarious. Yeah. Again, boy, you're you're just giddy all over the place, then, aren't you? Fantastic. Uh, Tom Izzo was wearing an elf sweater and got technical fouls for yelling at refs. Like uh, <laughs> things are happening, Bill. Oh, I love it, love it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. We're at a break, going to come back, uh, and uh, we'll just kind of pick up where we left off. Also, talk some more. Packers getting ready for uh, Miami and anything else that happens to be on your mind and anything else that comes our way. Stay tuned. Oh, by the way, after the top of the hour, we're going to get into our NFL picks coming up this weekend as well. So stay tuned for that. Bill Michael show continues coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin sports zone radio network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers have a late afternoon practice as they head this weekend to Miami to face the Dolphins. The team got some good news that running back A.J. Dillon did not suffer a concussion on Monday night against the Rams, so he's cleared to play this weekend. Packers rookie receiver Christian Watson talked about what it was like being covered by the Rams' trash-talking defensive back Jalen Ramsey. Uh, you know, I, I think it was a good battle. Uh, I mean, any opportunity for me to go up against a corner of his caliber and um, and you know, obviously just work on my technique, you know, against his. You know, that's that's exactly what I'm playing at this level for. Um, you know, to compete and you know to challenge guys and, and obviously you know he's a he's a guy. So you know it was, it was a great battle. Keyshawn Nixon had another good week as the kick returner and apparently has been lobbying to get some snaps in as the slot receiver on offense. Head coach Matt Lafleur. No, no, I know he's been talking to you though because he's been talking to me every day about that. So he saw that, that screen pass that New England ran a couple of weeks ago that where they threw it to their, their punt returner and he took it to the house. And so ever since then, it's I can go in there. And Jair Alexander was asked, after beating the Rams and facing the Dolphins next, what's his goal for this week? One game at a time, you know. One game at a time. Three left, but one game at a time. That's the goal. That's Packers defensive back Jair Alexander. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. you do for uh for christmas dinner uh there's always the the spiral hams and such and and you know all that kind of good stuff uh we're doing the prime rib 
just changing it up a little bit, you know, doing prime rib. I, I like ham to a certain extent, but uh, doing the prime rib, heading down to Paul Roberts, Roberts Specialty Meats, uh, Sunset Drive in Waukesha. Go to robertspecialtymeatswaukesha.com. Paul wanted me to let you know that they have plenty of hams. They have prime rib. They have tenderloin, all that kind of good stuff right now uh, down there. But it's not going to last. So if you are looking for it, get down there. Get down. I ordered about five pounds, six pounds of uh, prime rib. But get down there. They are. Uh, it's going to run out over the next uh, 24, 48 hours. So head out to Robert Specialty Meats Waukesha or order it online. robertspecialtymeatswaukesha.com. Roberts Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com. He is your hometown butcher, but I'm heading down there. I'm going to brave the elements probably a little bit later and uh, stop down and pick up the primary. Either that or I'll pick it up uh, tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow evening. But Roberts Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com. You betcha. Good stuff. I might even get a little crazy for Sunday while the games are on. I might even do a little bit of the, uh, the Al Capone sausages, fry them up, throw some marinara on top, and then I get the best of both worlds all day on Sunday. So not a bad way to go. Um, the NFL, in case you missed it, announced today that they are teaming up with YouTube. Google and YouTube, the subscription service uh, for the NFL Sunday ticket now. That's right. The NFL Sunday ticket consists of all out-of-market Sunday regular season games broadcast on CBS, Fox, and it's based on the uh, viewer location and such, and it allows uh, all the viewers to watch all of those games. But they have teamed up with YouTube. YouTube is now going to get it. YouTube will pay an average of about $2 billion a year to get the rights to the NFL Sunday ticket. $2 billion. Dollars a year. Damn. Two billion with a B. That's some that's some jack right there. I don't care who you are. Wow. Man oh man. The TV deals just keep going up and up and up and up and up. I wonder what that's going to translate to package wise for anybody who wants the uh, Sunday ticket. And then to watch it on YouTube. The good portion of it is you can watch it on your phone. You can get YouTube on your phone and you can you can check it out there. But that's uh, that's it, man. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to give us a shout, uh, by all means. Um, Got to say hi to a few people that are uh, listening to us all over uh, on uh, the web. Uh, watcher, by the way, says 72 degrees today in parts of Wyoming or negative seven, negative 72. Oh my God. Said crazy cold. I thought you said 72 degrees, negative 72. I'm a hundred degrees off. Holy crap. Um, and, uh, then, uh, listening, uh, Dwayne's listening from Rockford, diehard Packers fan down in Rockford, Illinois, Cassidy listening to us down in Miami, Florida, warm today, 82 degrees, but going to be colder on Sunday. Uh, Cassidy, perfect. Uh, Tidbit69 said, Merry Christmas, Bill, Ben. Greatly appreciate the show. Uh, sidebar, pay the extra 75 bucks and try the Whistle Pig, uh, Whistle Pig 12, he said, to be safe and enjoy the holidays. That's from Jeff in the Northwoods on the Menominee River. Uh, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe I will pick that up. If I, if I decide to go that direction, I will. I will do that, no doubt. 
Um, Jay Qual says, uh, y'all won't be honest, but I blame Aaron Rodgers for Amari Rodgers not developing 100% on Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't disagree. I'm not going to say 100%, but I wouldn't disagree. Rick also says, by the way, it's negative eight in Marshfield right now. So, man, oh, man. Thanks to everybody listening on the Bud Light live stream. Love that stuff. Coming up after the top of the hour, we're going to make our uh, make our picks against the spread. We'll get into that. Uh, by the way, before I get into that, Ben, what is the record right now between you and I? You're a tough guy to catch. I am four games back. I'm 20-23-2. You are 24-19-2. We both went 2-1 and one last week. 24-9. So I'm five games above 500, which would mean if you're following me throughout the season, you're actually making a little bit of gauge. That's not a bad way to go. And if you're betting against me, you are also making cash. <laughs> that's how it so, works and we don't we don't usually pick the same games so that's the cool thing about it is we're not even picking the same games most 90 percent of the time we don't pick the same games so that's uh that's that's kind of cool so there you have it uh so we got that coming up after the top of the hour a little betting for you uh against the spread uh which are a lot of good games this weekend too uh which we'll talk about we went over our picks last night but uh, against the spread today we'll get into that discussion because there's some good ones and how much will weather play into all of this especially if you're looking at the over and the under we, you heard uh, uh paul charging a little while ago when he talked about over and under it only affects it uh cold weather frigid temperatures only affects it by about a couple of points so if you're going to bet the uh you know if you've got a, a point spread at 41 and a half or 48 like uh in minnesota no weather's going to affect it but if you're talking about like the bears and buffalo bills where it's 40-and-a-half rather than 44-and-a-half, you might have to consider that going into that contest. It's going to be frigid. It's going to be nasty, and that's going to, that's Saturday. That's a Saturday game. So if they still – and I don't think there's going to be hardly any snow down there. I think they're getting some flurries, but nowhere near like, uh, you know, from the mid-portion of the state of Wisconsin going northward. Uh, one other side note, and I did get this, and who is this from? I want to make sure I get this right. This is from Ray. Ray says, uh, hey, Bill, listening to us on a freighter right now in Lake Superior, they're expecting tomorrow 30-foot waves. They're racing against time, trying to get into the ports. 30-foot waves tomorrow, snow, high winds. Love the program. From a freighter on Lake Superior, I love it. Stay safe. God knows, uh, every time I hear about you know 30-foot waves and bad weather on the uh, on the great lakes the first thing that comes to mind is the edmund fitzgerald so hang in there stay safe get the port lock down stay warm all that kind of good stuff all right we got another hour yet to go hang in there a whole lot more of the bill michael show coming up right after this the bill michael show podcast listen rate subscribe 